Hey guys, it's Amon and Christina from Our Rich Journey. And you are listening to the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But then on the flip side, there's going to be a handful of people who really don't qualify for this program who probably uh, should be turned away. And they're going to get in a house and it's going to turn out to be a burden and it's not going to be the blessing that they thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of layers. We told y'all on the front end, this one got a lot of layers to it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely and patient wife, <laughs> Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. We got a special one ready for you today. And yes, we are very happy to be here. We are excited to be here. Uh, Shira, we're actually redoing <laughs> this episode. I'm sorry, we had some technical difficulties. But Shira, how are you doing on today? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. It's a nice hot uh, afternoon in sunny California. You know, we're experiencing a heat wave out here. Oh, it's crazy. And it has definitely been crazy, but I'm glad that we are indoors. And so enjoying that part. How about yourself? I'm doing very well, very well. I'm interested and excited to get into this topic. Um, but before we do, Shire, I didn't do this on our last, uh, you know, recording that went haywire. So, that, you know, maybe it was meant to be. Um, please, 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 if you're listening to this, if you enjoy these podcasts, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening. Uh, and I want to shout out our show sponsor on a side note, the Coins app. With the Coins app, they help you to save uh, for any, you know, savings goals you may have. And also, they help you to automate your debt payoff. So uh, check out the Coins app. You can click that link below and join the Coins app, app family. Shout out to them. But Shire, let's get let's get busy. Let's get into it because something made the the news to end last week. Uh, we love talking about things things going on with uh, some big banks. So we're going to talk about one of the biggest, V of A. Bank of America rolled out an initiative to help uh individuals to get into the the, the get into homes, first time home buyers, right? I think specifically first time home buyers. Yes. Uh, no down payment. You know, what else was it, Shire? No, no down, closing costs. No closing costs. A lot of different things. So, Shire, I'm going to have you really share with us what's all included into this into this uh, initiative by Bank of America. And then we're going to talk about the many layers that this, uh, this has. So, this is going to be really interesting. 
So, Shia, tell tell me a little bit more about this whole B of A loan thing. Of course. And so I'm going to start with an excerpt from an article from CNBC uh, titled Bank of America's new home loan program lets borrowers buy homes in select cities with 0% down and no closing costs. This new loan will make home ownership more attainable for borrowers living in minority communities. So it says that Bank of America is launching a new mortgage product that would allow first-time home buyers to purchase a home with no down payment, no mortgage insurance, and zero closing cost. In an effort to close the racial home ownership gap, the Community Affordable Loan Solution will launch in markets with predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhoods, including Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami, okay. and may later expand to other cities. It will not require a minimum credit score and will instead consider other factors for eligibility. But is Bank of America's new zero down mortgage worth it? Home buying is a notoriously expensive process and has gotten even more costly as property values have increased over the years. When you consider a modest 5% down payment, lender fees, which can run you up to 1% of the home's value and closing costs, which can be as high as 6% of the loan's value, buyers can pay close to $46,800 upfront for a $400,000 home. This still excludes other charges like the underwriting fee, title check, home inspection, and appraisal fees. Offering a loan that doesn't require a down payment, mortgage insurance, or closing costs would lower the barrier to entry for home ownership. And we can move down to who's eligible. Yes. While the goal of the program is to bring black and Hispanic borrowers closer to home ownership, people of all races can qualify for the community affordable loan solution. Eligibility will be based on income and the location of the property. It will use credit guidelines based on factors such as timely rent, utility bill, phone, and auto insurance payments to determine credit worthiness, and there is no minimum credit score requirement. Um, in addition, one of the unique things about this program is that uh, folks who apply must complete a home buyer certification course provided by Select Bank of America and HUD approved housing counseling partners before submitting an application so it sounds mm. like there is an education educational piece Component. that is weaved yeah. in to this opportunity yeah. so i just want to get some of your initial thoughts and maybe we can talk about some pros and cons yeah so first of all we're going to get into a little bit later we're going to get a little zesty because uh, uh this was heavily debated within the uh black finance community and the black real estate uh, community this week and so I'm going to have some opposing views I'll bring forth a little bit later but my let's talk about my first thoughts when I heard this my first initial thoughts was like oh man that sounds pretty nice I mean that sounds pretty good um, you know I'm thinking about individuals that are like right on the cusp of home ownership but it's just becoming increasingly harder to get into a home but like good people good folks that I know that are like man we're ready to get our first house but man this this barrier and that barrier. And I'm like, man, okay, this program eliminates a lot of the barriers for those individuals. And so I thought it was good, but um, just to kind of unpack some things, Shire, let's talk about what it means to not have a down payment. Yes. While you can get into your home uh, with less skin in the game. That sometimes 
has a negative effect because it's similar to a VA loan, which is a veterans loan that you can, you know, they offer veterans requiring no down payment. But the thing of it is, is that you not only have no equity when in the home, when going into the home, as opposed to when you do have a down payment that counts as the, you know, instant equity on that house. Now, because you don't have a loan, you're getting a loan for a full, for the full amount. And now your monthly payments are going to be higher as a result. Yes. What, what do you think about that, Shire? Because, I mean, interest is already high, so that's going to affect your monthly payment. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, what, what do you think about that? that that's, that's like the biggest thing to me that I think people who think, man, this is great. You got to yeah. consider this. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. When you are going into a situation where you're not uh, putting a down payment down, that means that the value of your loan is higher than it would have been had you put down a down payment. And I'm wondering how uh, this program, I'm wondering what the interest rates are going to actually look like. Um, generally, your interest rate is based on you know what's happening in the the market. So what are the current rates for yes. for interest? And then also uh, your credit score plays yep. a big role. Uh, your credit worthiness plays a big role. In what your interest rate is, um, if you if they if you're deemed to be more of a, a risky person to lend to, you right. will see higher interest rates. And in this case, they're not even going to be looking at the credit score. So what that is telling me is that, you know, the interest rate might be pretty high, yeah. higher than than it normally would be yes. because I haven't read anything to suggest otherwise. And I don't know if you said that uh on this recording or the previous recordings that we did, Shire, but you said like B of A has all this, has all yes. the skin in this game. They are taking on taking most on, yeah. of the risk yeah, because it's their money yeah. that's on the hook. It's their money that's going to uh, get you into the home. Therefore, yeah. they're taking all, all of the risk and there's a cost to that. Yes, um, reflected most, in your interest rate. Yeah, it's usually reflected in your interest rate. And then on some loans, you know, you have that mortgage insurance. But I think even here that I'm I think not, I saw something that PMI wasn't in. Wasn't, wasn't even this. in there. So it, it you know, so, so they're going to get their money. I, and a lot of times they get their money with the high interest. High interest is what the bank gets. OK, I'm going to do all this for you, but it's going to it's going to cost you over time, brother. And the interest is already high. Yeah. You know, but then we have to look at um, what rent is. And in many cities, rent has been, you know, through the roof. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what a mortgage payment would look like in comparison to rent, especially yeah. in these cities that they're piloting these types of programs. Yeah. Many times when you can own for less than you can rent, it is certainly an incentive to buy. And now you've taken away that big lump sum that's usually associated with the home price. Right. And you're saying you could literally just get in. You ain't got to pay first and last month. You could just come on and get up in here. Right. <laughs> but I think there's one thing that we need to be clear about. Yes. And the thing that we need to be clear about is that it doesn't say that Bank of America is going to pay for your down payment no. or pay no. closing costs. What it sounds like is that they're going to be folding those costs into your loan. Yes. So they don't go away. Nope. 
So it's not like you got out of something. No, actually, that one down payment that you maybe saved for five or six years to come up with, now you're going to be paying for that over the life of your 30-year loan plus interest. Now let's talk about that, Sean. That's deep because when we got the primary residence we live in, we're living in now, we sold our condo. Mm-hmm. And hey, let's just keep it real. We owed zero dollars on that condo. Yes, we because got, we were black married and debt free. Yes. <laughs> so we had a lot of money to play with. But did we decide, man, we're going to just play with this money. We're going to no. do this. We're going to do that. We rolled that money over to our current residence in the down payment. And the beautiful part about it is that's not, there's no interest on it. It's just towards your principal. That's right. the beauty of down of a down payment. It's towards the principal balance of the home. And so you're missing on that, missing out on that opportunity, but we get it. You know, a lot of people was like, I would get into a home right now. I just don't have that big lump sum down payment. Right. So with that being said, right, say a person, you know, got a great job, but they know it's going to take them so many years to save a down payment. Maybe they're, you know, already in their late thirties, you know, someone with stable employment, you know, this could be a good opportunity for them. Um, I don't know the terms of these loans. It could be that say you do get in the house and maybe the interest rate isn't the greatest, but maybe in a few years you'll be able to refinance and get, you know, the home for a lower interest rate. And maybe it could work out that way. But what I'm afraid of is people would get these loans, not who would ordinarily not qualify for a loan. Talk about that. And then they get into the house and then they find that they can't afford it. They find that, you know, the house, you know, has problems and they're going to have to come out of pocket. They're house poor now. They're house poor. They don't have the money to make a repair. They don't, you know, maybe they have to go start using credit cards to make repair on the house or, um, yeah, their house poor. And then what? Well, Shai, that brings up a great point because uh, a a few articles uh, featuring some, you know, money experts and uh, real estate experts are saying, is this the beginning of subprime lending? Is this the start of going back to that where in 2008, 2009, if you had a pulse, they would give you a loan. Oh, for yes. A home. Yes. And, uh, you know, like I said uh, earlier on our uh, previous recording, the bank, a big bank will get you, get your loan, get your payments emeritized, get you through underwriting, get you in the home. And a lot of times they'll sell it to ABC Mortgage like early on in, you know, after you've got, after they've kind of walked you through the process, they'll sell you to another loan company so a lot of times they're just like if i just get you in there i get all that upfront money all those closing costs in this case you know those those aren't happening but a lot of times they'll get you in and sell you off to a smaller mom and pop mortgage company that pretty much buys your loan because they're going to get the interest from you that's the benefit to them and the, the big banks just got a, sometimes there's lump sums involved for selling your mortgage to to ABC Mortgage. I mean, how many times have we bought a home and we buy it with a big bank? Uh, we was like, okay, I did this with B of A. And a month later, you get a, a statement saying, you, you know, we own your loan now. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know. Okay, well. Yeah, but even with that being said, so it sounds like you're saying, wait, 
to clear it up. We don't have a loan through B of A. No, so no. that was just your example. But um, but you're saying, is this a possible money grab? Yeah, because th their incentive is to just get the transaction. I don't care that in a month you'll be house poor. I want to get the upfront money of getting you in the home because that benefits me, the big bank. You know, that's why we're putting incentives out there. We want it. We want the transactions to continue to happen. There's benefits with just the transaction that later on, I'm not concerned with how you're going to manage that home per se, because mm -hmm. my plan is to package this, this loan and sell it to, to the highest bidder. Yeah. And that could, that could very well be. And usually when that happens, it doesn't affect the terms of your loan. It just, no. it just impacts who you're paying. Yes. You know, who, who your monthly mortgage payment they goes to. Now, right? Yeah. So is it a money grab? I don't know. One thing that you said earlier was that, you know, no one is really buying homes. Yes. So because no one is buying homes, that's not a lot of activity. That's not a lot of transactions for banks. So this could be a way to uh, get folks to buy. Yes. But it's why? Definitely. So, but if no one is buying, why target the people that are in the least position to buy? Why target those people? Where was this program at when the interest rates were low and a program like this would really benefit uh, people of color? Yeah. Where was the program then? Why do you, why, why does Bank of America wait? until nobody is buying loans to target out a vulnerable group of people to say, Hey, now is your time. Well, let, let's go there, Shire. And because we've recorded this twice, I'm forgetting if we, if I said this already, but some of the headlines spun it to say this, these, um, loans were for black and Brown people. Yes. But that to me was a bit salacious and a bit clickbaitish because we know that legally a bank can't give you a loan based on race or deny you a loan based on race legally. Now, we're not saying that this, this doesn't happen, but it can't be like this is going to benefit black and brown people like that's more of an assumption than a than a 100 percent fact. Yeah, but so, I, so part of that assumption is based on the cities that they have selected to do this program. Oh, we're going to go there, too. So the cities that they have selected to do this program in have high populations of uh, black and Latino uh, communities. So therefore, um, that's part of their, you know, they're using that as part of their claim because yep. those. But those community, you know, because those communities have high population of black, but those can, but those cities are also thriving markets. Like when I think of it, like Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte like Charlotte, yeah, it is lit. Like the real estate has gone up, you know, quite a bit over the years. Um, and so they're still strong markets. Um, okay. But to your point, uh, I have an article pulled up NPR. from NPR. It says what Bank of America's mortgage pilot can and can't fix for home ownership disparities. So we already kind of talked about the program and all that it entails, but there is a section in this article that says the racial gap in home ownership. Racial inequities in the country's housing system date back to slavery and were reinforced by segregating practices such as redlining, where federal agencies refused to insure mortgages to people in certain areas. The term is most associated with black neighborhoods. Today, many residents in predominantly black or Hispanic neighborhoods continue to struggle in the housing market because of discriminatory practices. In 2020, black and Hispanic applicants were more likely to be rejected for mortgage loans than their white or Asian counterparts, according to a February report from the National Association of Realtors. 
while white, Asian, and Hispanic Americans saw decade-long highs in home ownership rates that year, the rate for Black Americans turned out to be slightly lower in 2020 than in 2010. All right, Shire. You opened it up. You just you started it, not me. And to our listeners, this is the this is the place this is the place you're going to get financial conversations, economic conversations from a African American lens, because that's all me and Shire are. We we just we just a couple black folks. Up market. So let's talk about it. I said earlier that in the finance community, the black finance community, I saw some different views on this. Okay. One view is when B of A says we're going to roll this out for certain areas in the country Mm -hmm. for certain people, for certain folks in certain communities. One narrative that I heard out there is, is this redlining with lashes on? You know what I'm saying? Is this redlining with a lace front? Uh, Marcus, (laughs) is this redlining with lipstick on? And when I saw that, I had to sit back in my chair. I had to sit back. I had to say that 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 you know that's a strong point. Is that's it a strong a, point. is it a strong point? But then I saw other people that I respected bringing the opposing view, saying, "Hey, we 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 just want to get in a house, okay? Let's let, let let's not act like those same red line areas from the '60s and '50s." are not hot gentrification spots today so yeah it could start off as redlining but all it takes is a little foresight a little uh, uh creativity and you could take a what was once a redlined quote-unquote hood area and, and and put enough starbucks in that area to make it the the hot spot of the city which is what we see what we're seeing in most of our cities nationwide so beggars can't be choosers and so I want to know from you, what side do you come out on? Is this, do you understand both sides? And if you, and if not, which side are you leaning more towards? Folks that say, man, this ain't nothing but some red, this ain't nothing but some new age redlining. Well, I don't. Let's get into it. Well, I think this is part for me of this program is a little bit hazy. Um, If you qualify for this loan, do you have to, do you get to choose where you purchase your home? So what I'm reading is that the initiative is play, taking place in Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami, specifically in neighborhoods where black and or Latino residents make up the majority. So when I think of a place like Los Angeles, there are going to be places in Los Angeles where you have the haves and the have nots. Okay. So are so is this a program saying that okay you can only buy in certain areas of Los Angeles? It says it's heavily pop, heavily uh, Wherever, Latino and black areas. Yeah, so I Los think Angeles. that is kind of the gray area because because usually when you qualify for a loan, you can tell that you know you qualify for the loan. I mean you can kind of shop where you want. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. they don't tell you which street you need to buy on or what zip code you need to buy on. So I think there's a little bit of uh, ambiguity here mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. something that's a little bit unclear. But when I think of like Charlotte, I don't, I don't know Charlotte like that. I mean, I've, I've been to Charlotte, but I'm sure there are parts of Charlotte where you have the have and the have nots. Mm-hmm. So I think it becomes uh near redlining. If you're telling me I can only be in a certain zip code or on a certain street. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure 
that that is what's happening here. Right, right. I mean, to my the way I understand it, it's like you can be I can I can apply for this loan living in California, but the only places will will there will uh, uh, initiate the loan and 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 release. There's that's the word I'm looking for. Release the funds for this loan are in the select areas. So you can apply for the loan in, you know, wherever, but we're not going to release the loan unless you're purchasing a house, a house in the areas in which we deem acceptable, acceptable. for this program. So I think there's a, so is that a bad thing or is I, that, a, is that, is there some sinister, uh, motive behind that you think well I think that's it, what that's what redlining is it was sinister in its in its uh in its very thought it, it was yeah. it was thought to be a center we're gonna put these folks here and keep them away from this but the other thing is that if they're but they're already it's for uh communities that are already predominantly black and latino so if you're living there anyway one train of thought is: Isn't it better that you that you own than rent? That's, that's You're there, there anyway. It's not like they're there. they're not trying to displace you and put you. You know what I'm saying? So let's go there because, like I said before, let's argue the other point, Shire. Okay. Some of those areas that were redlining, you can go. I don't know the website per se. We're, we'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. But there are websites where you can see where what areas were redlined. I think you will be amazed to see in your city was this an area that was redlined and you'll see the maps right so but what i'm saying is is look at the areas that were redlined and think about what's going on in that area now in your city there's some hood shire there were some areas in in this city that you drove through you didn't drive to Mm -hmm. when i was a kid and now these are hot spots for hangouts for restaurants for you know mm-hmm. just you know that's where you go when you're trying to you have some fun you know a good good family friendly type place so what i'm saying is is while it was meant to box folks in there's always a way to counteract that keeping your neighborhoods up yourself not selling the house you well, know that's what this neighbor i mean that's what this Let's article okay that's what this NPR article is talking about. The NPR article is saying that there's not enough investment into communities that are predominantly black and Latino. There's not enough investment in those communities. So you're going to, you're not, you're going to allow a person to buy a house in certain communities, but you're mm. not going to invest in the community itself. Mm. You're not going to do the things that would, you know, help this, uh, this family or, you know, this home maintain right. its value over time. And you're not seeing that community, um, community investment and so that's another piece and then also just noting that this is a pilot you know what a pilot is it's yeah. a test run test run it's a test so that lets me know that they really don't know how this is going to turn out they really didn't specify how many people would qualify for this program at least nothing that i've read uh thus far it doesn't mean that the information is not out there maybe you'd be able to find that but i don't know if this is 10 families if it's 100 families if it's a thousand or ten thousand families right. you know it's a pilot it's a test that means it could work that means they could say wow you know we helped x amount of black latino families get in, into homes yeah or it could be yeah we help folks get into homes but they really couldn't afford them and half of those families are no longer um, in a home or they lost right. the home due to foreclosure. So it's a test. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this is a, a bad program. I wouldn't go that far. Mm. 
I would say that if a person was interested in this program, that they would go through the course that is offered and read about the ins and outs of a loan. See, you know, see if it makes economical sense. And that if you are a person who knows that you could put money down, then then do it. Right. Then do it. Because for many say folks, this it, could be an opportunity. It could. It could definitely be an opportunity. It could be an opportunity for you to start your real estate business. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, this house could be hacking. house oh, hacking. I mean, this, you know, get a house, rent out some rooms. Like you could turn this into an opportunity. Uh, I think some people can definitely do that. Yeah. But then on the flip side, there's going to be a handful of people who really don't qualify for this program who probably uh, should be turned away. And they're going to get in a house and it's going to turn out to be a burden and it's not going to be the blessing that they thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of layers. Like we told y'all on the front end, this one got a lot of layers to it. Uh, and to me, like how you said, Shire, pretty much there's no right or wrong answer. It's just being informed, making an informed decision. Um, like I said, I think of the, I think of folks that I know that are like good, responsible individuals that are just caught in how expensive the market is right now. You know, for us, that, 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 that's us. You know, we just happen to get in at the right time on our purchases. But, you know, I, I think this could be an opportunity for folks. And I think the red line piece is looking at it through a sinister lens, which I understand uh, because we as a people have been through so much that I think we're always like looking at everything with a raised eyebrow, but it could be set up to be sinister, but I could finesse it. You know what I'm saying? The way I'm going to use it though, right. is I'm going to do what this. Was, I'm going to do that. I'm right. going to do this with it. What was meant for bad what was meant to bad. I can flip for good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think you always got to keep that in mind. You know, if I come into this situation and I say, man, you know what? I'm barely going to be able to get into this, but I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to build out my garage. I'm going to make that a livable space. I'm going to rent a room. I'm going to rent X amount of rooms in my home. I mean, you can really get busy. It's just that a lot of times we don't think of it like that. Uh, But I think, yeah, there's opportunity in everything. And so this is no different. What what, what you think, Shai? Any other thoughts on it? Yeah, I'm just curious to see um, how it turns out. and I hope that there are some success stories. We would love to hear those success stories. Um, and I know that, you know, as you were saying that, you know, a lot of people of color have a lot of distrust when it comes to banks, especially big banks. And it's, you know, it sounds like some of those banks are doing what they can to regain the trust of people of color. Yeah. But they, you know, they definitely have some work to do. And hopefully this is a step in a positive direction. So we hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, you know what to do. You know, leave us five stars. We really appreciate it. And we're going to catch you guys on the next episode. Shire, do you have any final thoughts? No, I covered a lot today. (laughs) We sure did. Well, we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. This is Marcus. I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. Peace. Bye.